welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Please close your eyes and lift up your right hand and speak the language of the Spirit of the Lord. Speak the language. Pray to the Spirit of the Lord to give you clarity in whatever you are about to hear. That God speak to me. Lord, let your word speak to me. Let your word give me hope. Give me direction. Let your word prosper my way the rest of my life. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name we thank you for what you are about to teach us we pray that your presence will be stronger in my teaching 
and bring direction and deliverance and blessings to us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give God a very good clap, offering. Seen afar. S-E-E-I-N-J-A-F-A-R. Part one. Seen afar. Tell somebody, seen afar. Say, tell the person, you must see afar. And tell the next person, you must see afar. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible said that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. It tells you that there is a starting line and there is an ending line. See, there's a starting line and there is an ending line. So when you continue to read, it says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Man of God, who is behind the screen? <laughs> Clap for them. Amen. So who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. It means that there was something Jesus was seeing ahead, afar, that made him endure the cross. Amen. That made him endure the cross because of what he was seeing ahead and afar. At times in life, memories, the memories we can have, complexed with the present issues of life can make us settle for what is for today and forfeit what is ahead of us. So the memories of the good old days and the present kind of situation which may be bad or which may be a bit good can make us Forfeit what is ahead, what God has prepared ahead of you. Child of God, there is a big blessing ahead of your life. There is a big breakthrough ahead of your life. There is a nicer story ahead of your life. But if you are not careful, the memories of the past... And the present circumstance will 
cause you to settle for today and not look afar in life. There is a level you were 10 years ago that didn't look like what you are today. And there is another level of yours that is in 10 years to come, 2033, that doesn't look like the way you look. And I pray that by the time I finish this teaching, something will be deposited right there in your spirit that will never let you forget that there is something ahead of you. I never thought when on those evenings in March 2011, 2011, sorry, whilst we met under mango trees and praying and, and all that, I never dreamt and I never saw that one day we will be somewhere like this. And I cannot just imagine 10 years from today, the picture will be thousand times glorious than what we see. Because Jesus is the author and the finisher. And listen to me, he doesn't start with you and leave you. He remains in the boat with you. He is there. Every stage, he is there. And sometimes he doesn't show up as you expect. And sometimes you feel that he's not there, but he's right there. By the time I finish this teaching, somebody will leap from where you are and say to yourself I can see a blessing in my tomorrow I pray in the name of Jesus that your tomorrow will call your today a liar I say your tomorrow will call your today a liar today they say you are useless tomorrow you'll be useful not only to the person who said it not only to your family but to your nation to your church to the kingdom of God and the nations of the kingdom somebody shout I receive it when you miss your walk with God you can miss your blessing in your tomorrow for some of us, all we do is what we can get tomorrow. But God does not just live in our today. Or all that we do is what we can get today. And God does not live in only in our today. God was in your past. God is in your present. And God has gone ahead of you. So you have to see afar. Tell somebody, you have to see afar. When you are taking a step, you must look afar. When you are taking an action, look afar. When you are thinking about something, look afar. When you don't want to do something, look afar. Because when you look afar, when you see afar, you will see that the blessing that is ahead of you is bigger than what you can handle today. Today, I pray for someone that you will see afar. I say you will see afar. I say you will see afar. One time when I was growing up, I was a dumb child. I could not think. I could not reason. There was nothing my teachers would ask me that I could say. They teach me in five minutes. In five minutes, I forget. My mother gave up. Everybody gave up. And there was this man called Mr. Apo of blessed memory. He looked at me, looked at my mom. After class one day, he said, give me this, your son. He is a very intelligent person. I can see a great academician in this child. The guy was not a man of God. He was not a Christian, but he was just a diligent teacher. 
By the time the man took me from class one to class three, from class one to class three, I was not even ranked. If we were 50, they don't add me to the ranking. After class three, I moved to 17th, moved to seventh, moved to third, got to first, and I remained at first. There was a blessing ahead. But somebody had to see. I declare in the name of Jesus, there is a big blessing ahead of you, but you must see afar. Tell someone, I will see afar. Say, I will see afar. This is why God demands faith if you have to walk with God. It is impossible to walk with God without faith. The walk with God is a walk of faith. And not what we see. And not what we think now. And not what has been said to us. Our walk with God is a walk of faith. And not a walk of common sense. Common sense is absent in the realm of God. In the realm of God is a walk of faith. Say faith. Say faith. Say faith. Faith goes beyond physical manifestation. What you see today is not correct according to the law of faith. What your eyes are seeing today is not correct. It's not accurate to what is in the womb of faith. If you move into the realm of faith and check out your destiny, you will see that there is a vast difference between what you see and what has been put in stock for you. You are not looking afar. You are not seeing afar. That is why you think you are a failure. That is why you think that you are just somebody walking in the world and you think you can do anything. You can't do anything. Do you know what if you are the next person in the next 20 years, you are going to be the MP of Tamawest. You are going to be the president of Ghana. You, you have to look afar. By the time you are going to those useless and foolish parties, you need to think afar that one day you will be doing a campaign and somebody can pull a video about you drunk at a party party and that will be that, that will be the end because you didn't think ever you must think and see afar because true blessings are in the future true blessings the real you is not what you see there are different versions of you if you can see afar. If you can see afar. If you can see afar. Sometimes you can enter into a company. They don't pay you well. But if you can see afar. You will see an opportunity to learn. And build that capacity. For three years you will lose good salary. But for three years you would have built a capacity. That can begin to take you for the next three decades. Yeah, you must look afar. Students, when you go to school, see afar. You are not just a university student or a secondary school student. You are a professor in the making. You are a prophet in the making. You are a lawyer in the making. You are a doctor in the making. You can't become a doctor without studying. You can't become an engineer. without. You can't. So unless you see afar, ladies, you are somebody's mother. 
You are somebody's auntie. You must see afar in 2023. Guys, you are potential husbands and husbands. You must see afar and stop wasting resources and time and energy. You must see afar. Give the Lord a clap of his That is why faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The not seen realm is where your glory is. Yeah. The not seen realm. Eyes have not seen. Ears, neither has ears heard. Neither has any heart conceived. What God has prepared, it is the not seen realm that your true blessing is. Faith is a substance of things hopeful. It's the evidence of things not seen. So when you can have that evidence that though in the physical you are a nobody but in the realms of the spirit your stature is glorious that will drive you to do things because you will see things afar. Somebody will say, Pastor, why didn't you just build a straight building? Simple 300 capacity. I'm thinking afar. I'm thinking afar. The building is too complex. I'm thinking afar. Wait till 20 years from today. You will stand and say, God, we thank you that we did such a building to your own glory. For some of you, you have to pick your master's forms this year. You have to get yourself stressed up for a stress-free tomorrow. If you are stress-free today, tomorrow, your blessings will be fine. I don't know how to say. To be tiny. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. You know, faith is antithetical. Hey, I have to show you that I'm a graduate. Faith is antithetical. A-N-T-I-T-H-E T-I-C-A That means it's antithetical to what you see is directly opposite to what you see. Faith is directly opposite. If you don't have faith, you can't walk with God. So if you are walking with God and you claim you don't have faith, then you have not been walking with God. Because where God will take you, the, the path, the roots, the journeys in God are not convenient. Tell me God is leading you. And tell me you are comfortable. I will doubt it. 
I will doubt it. Because when God is leading you, because God is God and man is man, the ways of God are different from the ways of man. And all that man got to do is to submit and become obedient to the ways of God. Because by the time you get to the end of the ways of God, you will take up another stature. The ordinary man will look at you and say, this man is an ordinary, is an extraordinary child of God. I'm here to tell you, God is leading you somewhere. God is taking you somewhere. Don't stop. Don't slow down. Don't change the direction. Look afar. See afar. There is a blessing. There is a wells of blessing. There is a glory ahead. It is bigger than what you have seen. It is bigger than what is on your family. You carry a glory that is bigger than what is on your family today. I pray that 10 years from today, God will sit in heaven and use you as an example as he walked to Job and made him an example to the devil. May God take you as an example 10 years to come and use you to preach to your nations and preach to your family members and preach to the community. May this church become an example to the churches in this community. May we sacrifice and pay the price because of what is ahead. Can somebody shout a big amen? See afar. See afar. Why will you live an air-conditioned house? Auditorium, nice, cozy. Like by now, the air-condition is blowing. And you'll be sleeping on me. This one, we're all sweating. We're all sweating. And as for those who are sitting in front, don't be fanning yourself. You are distracting me. I'm wearing suit. I'm not fanning. You, you are fanning. You can't. We are going through together. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Some of them, the way they are finding themselves, their rooms are hotter than this one. Tell, <laughs> tell somebody, Trey. <laughs> we walk by faith and not by sight. There is something ahead of you. Why are you blind? Why can't you see? Why can't you see that you are near a breakthrough? But the past memory. Let me push it in about 25 minutes. Faith is mutually incompatible with the natural. Faith is mutually incompatible with the natural. In understanding destiny, we have to understand that we have to walk by faith based on the conviction of the word of God that came to us. Yes. If your destiny will be differentiated from an unbeliever, it is because you are walking by faith. Faith. Faith will make you do things that naturally you didn't want to do. Faith. Faith. Faith will let you see things that others can't see. Faith will let you speak in a way that others cannot speak. Don't blame them because you are operating with faith. When you're operating with faith, don't think 
that everybody will understand your language. You have to understand your language. Run by your language. By the time you finish running the race of faith, you will become a blessing to those who did not understand your language. Yeah. We are missing out on too many blessings because most of us have become natural. You are too natural. You don't see anything afar. You don't see that the young man is a future millionaire. You can't see it because he's not in suit. And he doesn't speak the queen's English well. Priest, priest, priest. Cleopatra. When I made them introducing her, just in case they ask him, he said, I, I, Paul Nyankomade, take you, Creo, Creo, Patra. Black. I can't speak English. We don't use English to marry. We use head, heart. And pocket to marry. We use head, heart, and pocket to marry. Take your English. We use head, heart, and pocket to marry. Free apart for those who are not married. Give the Lord. As for those who are married, they are, they are chewing their tongue. They, hmm, if I knew this thing, this big, big English, this guy came to me. Abraham is a perfect example when it comes to faith amongst men. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing. Give me a short verse. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Faith. I was doubting that even 60% of the church will follow us here. Because church growth principles does not support even 70% of people moving to a new place. But God has done it over 95%. Ah, yeah. Faith. We literally lost no one. And we literally started gaining more. That is faith. He said, You see, God instructed Abraham to leave his father's house. Remember, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. Let's go. Soft version. Don't take me to old again. Abraham was there and God came to him, leave your father's house. Abraham's father was not living in a single room. Where Abraham was living, he was not living a poor man's life. He was not living a jobless life. Abraham was an estate developer. Abraham had properties. He, had, he was a, 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 a shepherd. 
and herdsman. He had army men, over 300 army men. He trained. He pays. He gathers to go and fight nations. One man had army that can conquer nations. Abraham was not a poor man. But God comes to Abraham and says, leave your father's house and go to a land I will show you. It will be easier for some of you ladies you are staying with your parents and the reason why you want to marry is that you want to move out of the house. So if God comes to call you like this to be easy for you to be, God I'm coming or I'm coming. I mean, yeah, I wanted to go. Abraham was not living in a poor house. He was not even living a life that he wasn't satisfied. He was living a good life. God doesn't only use poor people. Some of you, when you see rich people, you think they are not spiritual. But you want to be rich. That means you want to go to hell. The prayer of the poor is not stronger than the prayer of the rich. The poor man may use a lot of desperation to pray. But the rich man may not use a lot of desperation to pray. And neither responds to answered prayers. What responds to answered prayers is faith in the prayer. So, Abraham came out and go to a place I will show you. He did. There was no record that Abraham asked God where. Our impatience will let us miss out on blessings that are ahead of us. Our impatience can cost you. Because it's like some of you are jobless because you want a very fat salary job. See, as I'm having this here, if the thing is not 5,000 take home there, I don't like you can't see afar. There are people who have worked in companies that were picked out to bigger companies. Your vision must be clear this year. You must see afar. Sometimes you, you I will meet people who don't look spiritual. But I don't look at them the way they are. I look afar. If you keep looking at what you can get today, you may get nothing at the end of the day. God says, the land you are on, I want you to move and go to another place. God, why? I mean, I'm here. I'm with my father. My father. God said, move. So Abraham moved. And God said, go to a place I will show you. Sometimes God will look to you as a confused man. Hello? God can, you see, sometimes you can see God. Some of you are in situations now you think that God is confused. God directed you. You prayed about a marriage. God told you marry this one. When you entered, it is as though you never prayed. God told you something. You were so confident. You told everybody. This one, God came to me clearly. I saw it. I heard it in my left ear. And he said, my daughter, my daughter. 
Oh yes, God called you my daughter, my daughter. Sometimes, how can you say as you move to a land that you yourself, you are yet to show me? No. Assuming we were there, I said, oh, let's go to the land. Let's go. We'll go and do service. How? No structure, nothing, no tent. Let's go. We are going to do service. That's the same way we did before we were able to move here. Before we were going to move here, there was nothing. There was no block. November 2022, there was no block. I came here with some of the church workers. No block, no light, nothing. Just pillars. And as I was saying, we were coming here, we were coming here. There was nothing in the account. But faith. 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 In one month, the place changed. Faith. You are too natural. And you are missing out on your tomorrow. You are too natural. And impatience can give you a blessing today. The blessing will never last. Because there is no lasting blessing in the womb of impatience. I'm speaking to somebody. I'm blessing you for the year. This is more than five billion dollars anybody can give you. If you pick the word. A life of purpose is not the life that is woven in the past and today. But it is the life that is ready to receive the revealed will of God at every time. God is always revealing his will to us. But the heart and the life that will be glorious at the end of the age. When I say glorious, I'm not just talking about the life that will be rich. No. No. It's the life that is worthy in the presence of the Lord. A life that is fulfilling. Riches is part. Honor is part. Love is part. Greatness is part. It's a life that you see afar. Rita, are you seeing afar? Can you see afar? It, it, it is better to pray for God to open your eyes to see afar than to waste all your time killing witches and wizards. Because if you see afar, you will take steps that you enter into realms that witches and wizards cannot attempt to come close to you. You have to see afar. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, what can you see? Don't worry, I'll run this, this, this message for three Sundays. By the time I land, something will change about you. It's synonymous to the message of change your image. But this one is a higher one. You must see something. Oh God, you are carrying something. You must see it. You must see it. You must see a contract in the Nigerian government. You must see it. You must see big contract. You must see it. That will help you to structure your company. You must see a glory, a glorious throne ahead of you. That will help you to prepare yourself to sit on it. You must see it. One day the king needed someone to play a harp for demon to leave him. 
Ah, a man had prepared himself. He had prepared himself. He knew how to play the strings so well. He knew how to play the harp so well. He has done it in the wilderness where nobody was clapping for him. Nobody clapped for David. Nobody supervised David. We are having too many supervised Christians. Nobody supervised David. He saw something ahead. He didn't see the bear and run away. He killed the bear. He didn't see the lion and run away. He killed the lion. Nobody was going to pay him. Nobody paid him at the point, Kadiba Hatta, at the point he killed the lion. But all the blessings were being put together. When God visits you on your payday, Palade Katala Balata, he puts every blessing together and pays you big time. I pray for somebody that this year may the Lord visit you with a payday check. Yeah. He put all together and gave him kingship. I take the kingship of Israel. What, what, what can you see? When you enter the church, what can you see? What are you seeing? When you look at your children, what do you see? When you look at 2023, what do you see? When you look at your account, what do you see? When you look at your spiritual work with God, what do you see? The reason you are sleeping all over the place is because you are blind. You can't see anything. The reason you are giving your strength to all the women around you is because you can't see anything. But what, what are you seeing? What are you seeing, people? For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He endured. Your presence, your present situation can be described as a cross. From the womb to the cross to the crown. From the womb to the cross to the crown. From the manger to the cross to the crown. You cannot quantum leap from manger to crown. You have to endure the cross. And when you endure the cross, when you endure the cross, one day, a time will come. Every Sunday, I will change my car. didn't clap. clap. I will change the car. Today, Jaguar. Tomorrow, Land Cruiser. So this usher, I remember you. Take the key. Drive, drive, take it. I'm giving it to you. What is car? It's a conco with ties. Yes. we have endured the cross we've despised the shame of sweating and having a dusty atmosphere 
and having a toilet facility that is not nice. I went there, I couldn't do what I have to do. I was there for long. When I came out, I was angry. I said, hey, meanwhile, we have some somewhere. You are enduring the cross, despising. The word despising is not rejecting. It is there. You are inside the shape, but you are despising its impact to continue what you must do. There are some shames you cannot pray away. You are inside. There are some shames you cannot pray away. You'll be inside, but you have to despise it. Jesus carried this cross. The cross does not disappear. Jesus couldn't go into Gethsemane. When he went to Gethsemane, he didn't pray away the cross. Hey, go away. Hey, hey, go away. Go away. Now go away. Now go away. No. It don't go. Cross don't disappear. You can't bind the cross. One option. You must carry the cross. You can't bind the cross. Stop praying to bind the cross. You will carry it if you have to be up there. You have to carry. You have to carry. Bless the cross you will carry. Let me push it further in 15 minutes. There was a promise that God gave to Abraham that made him hang on the promise. And it's Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. It controlled Abraham. He said, I will bless those who bless you and cares those who treat you with contempt all the families on the earth shall be blessed through you there was a word from God to Abraham and that made Abraham hold on to that word it is clear that from the story you see that Abraham had a relationship with God because God came to Abraham and said I can't come to you when I don't have a relationship with you. Today I walk to Auntie Evelyn and say, how are you? Communication means there's a relationship. Yes or no? Talk to me. Yeah, communication means there's a relationship. Any relationship that there's no communication must die. It's, it's dead on arrival. Hello? When you don't talk to her, somebody will talk to her. When Adam was not talking to Eve, the devil came to talk to Eve. Some talking must be going on. So Abraham had an established relationship with God. God will never do anything significant with a man or a woman who has no relationship with him. That was why Abraham ended the way he ended. He had a solid relationship with God. If you will see afar, Yes, I'm coming. If you will see afar, you must have a relationship with God. Your relationship with God must be deep, church. Must be deep. You must grow in your relationship. Most of us are not growing in our relationship with God. Tell me I'm lying. You are not. You are not praying. As we finish the 21 days, you, dear, you have not even shouted, eh, Father, I thank you. You've not prayed again, no. 21 days. Any prayer topic God needs, you should go inside and take it. We don't read the word. The word that will shape us. You, we don't study the Bible the whole week. 
only Facebook messages. Five minutes of this. Don't pay tight. Don't do this. Don't do this. That's what you are listening. You can't grow. You can't grow on Facebook. You can't. Take the Bible and read. And study it. And get to know. Because the more you know God, the more you can trust him. The more you get to know somebody, the more you can put your faith in the person. I know what who I know can do. And I know what who I know cannot do. Did you understand? Yes. You know the strength of your mother. You know the strength of your father. You know the strength of your brother. You know the strength of the people you know. You know what there are things when, they have, when your car breaks down, you know who you call. You don't call your carpenter. The more you grow in knowledge, in relationship with God, you can easily trust God with your life. You are not trusting God with your life because your knowledge of God is limited. And when our knowledge of God is limited, there is no amount of encouragement that can help you to trust God because you don't know God. When somebody knocks at your door, don't you ask, who are you? Who is there? Because you, you have to be sure who. In your bedroom, not everybody goes to your bedroom. There are some people, they must never step even in your house. That is why as a pastor, not everybody knows my house. Because you come and you see touch light, you say it's all flood light. Mm. <laughs> you will see a pocket radio, you say it's all sound system. You must know people before you can trust them. The more Abraham walked with God, the more he could put his trust in God. And if you cannot put your trust in God, you will not see afar. You will not see afar. You start the business, you are not seeing afar. You start chopping all the money into capital. You put 5,000, you had 700. Please, don't touch the 5,000. In fact, out of the 700, 70% must go back into the business. There are times you got to see afar. So, a business was located in a very low earning zone. Then God spoke to the people, move the business into city. Where is, I mean, where the bush is where it used to be the people were paying let's say 15,000 for 5 years of rent now they move it to the city in 2 years they are paying 60,000 common sense will never let you move no that means in 5 years you will be paying how much 120 plus 30 150,000 the bamboo is calculating 50, 150, 10 times. You have to see afar. Daniel and the brother said, We will not eat the meat and drink the wine of the king. They saw afar, they knew they were carrying a covenant that God will never leave them. And at the end of the day, if they held on to the covenant, they will be better than those who are eating the best. You may not be having the best of luxuries today. But if you walk by faith in God, your life will be the best.
at the end of the day. Give the Lord a good clap of Your faith will only be meaningful if it's founded on valid proofs. Valid facts. Meaningful. Because some of us say, hey, I've trusted God and God is not minding me. I'm coming there in five minutes. I'll end with you. Hey, I've prayed. Nobody is minding me. God doesn't answer prayer. This, this. Abraham moved from where he was. His father was not a poor man. 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 There was blessing at home. In fact, God wanted to work with Abraham's father. But Abraham's father got to a place and stopped. And God went to his son. So Abraham did not use following God as a, a, a reason to fail. No. Abraham never used that word that God, if I was my father, I would have been better than this. No. It is only lazy Christians that use that excuse to justify their failure. You can follow God. You cannot follow God and end up a failure. It is not in scripture. It is not. If you failed, it is your fault and not God. You can't. So, for Abraham, the basis of his faith was the word of God. What is the basis of your faith? What is the basis of your faith? Your faith must be based on God's word. Stop this thing. thing. No, no. If, if you found your faith in any other thing, you will fail. You will be utterly broken. Because your faith will not be valid. What you will be believing God for is invalid. So Abraham got to a point. I'm going to show you. So John chapter 1 verse 1. Simple calculation. God's word is God from here. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So Abraham's faith was founded on God. God does not die. God does not run out of money. God does not get sick. You will never go to any hospital and they say they've admitted God and they put drip on him. Abraham's faith was not based on anything natural. It was purely the supernatural. It was purely on God. It was purely on his word. So Abraham received God, the, the word of God. Abraham believed the word of God. And Abraham acted on the word of God. Say with me, I will believe God. I will receive God's word. And I will believe God's word. And I will act on God's word. Say, I am a church member. Say it well. I'm a church member. Say, I'm a Christian who receives God's word. Who believes God's word. And who acts on God's word. So, if, if a man will see far into destiny, he will need the spectacles of faith in his work with God. But this thing I'm talking about, it happens to everybody, including Abraham. Three minutes, I'll be done. I call it the crisis point. Every journey of faith will be met with what I call 
their crisis points. Hello? So in your walk with God, you will meet the crisis point. The point where what you see in your inside does not correlate with what you are seeing in your walk with God. The point where your faith, what you have conceived in your faith, is not reflecting what you have been laboring for. You have done a lot of faith actions. But what you see in the physical cannot be compared to what God has promised. That is what we call the crisis point. And Abraham got to that point in his work with God. Child of God, never think that working with God is easy. It's difficult to be a Christian. It's a hard work. It's a hard work. It's a hardcore road. You got to mature to stay on that journey. Abraham, he could have missed it. He got to a point and he started asking God questions. He started, you think that when they say Abraham is a father of faith, he never doubted. He had his point where he could have changed direction. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 15 verse 2 to 3, quickly. But Abraham replied, oh sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Do you know that everybody defines blessings in different ways? Hello? What is a blessing to you may not be what I call a blessing. For me now, a blessing is that somebody will send me $5 million to finish the project and do other things. For somebody, the person, the lady is waiting for a man to say, for somebody, is believing God for a car. So for Abraham, all he was thinking about was a son. When God was going to give him sons, when God was going to give him generations, the man's eye in the natural was still, though he believed, he, he followed God in the first place, if you don't feed your faith, your faith will die. If you don't feed your faith, you'll be shocked at things you will do. If you don't feed your faith, before you realize, you'll be out of church. You'll be out of the kingdom. Because when your faith dies, you cannot walk with God well. So he started asking God, so all these cars you've given to me, all these lands, I don't have a son. Since you have given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. Verse 3, you have given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir. I can't tell. Because this kind of prayer, <laughs> this kind of communication to God, I'm sure Abraham was frustrated. I mean, it's natural for you to be frustrated. Have you seen? The guy was frustrated. Since I've been asking you for a child and you don't give me, I'll take one of my servants. you take over the thing. And he walked out of God. But I'm showing you something. When he was frustrated, he didn't leave God. He didn't disconnect from God. He didn't curse God. He went back to God. He returned to God for God to explain the thing well. 
look at me. You will not see afar and you will not get ahead until you learn how to return to God in your crisis points. It is at your crisis point the devil will give you an option to change direction. You will come there. Prepare your faith before you get there. I don't know. Some of you may be there now. Yeah. Some of you may be there now. You are in your crisis point. God never gives a promise without fulfilling. If you are in your crisis point, return to God. Stay with God until God gives you another word. He gave another word to Abraham in, in verse 4 to 5. Verse 4 to 5. Verse 4 to 5. He said, then the Lord said to him, no, 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 Abraham, no. You want it at a time of your choice, but I have planned it in my time of my ordination. I have planned your blessing in an ordained time. So Abraham, no. Eliezer, no. Your servant, no. He said, no, no. Your servant will not be your heir. Look at the contradiction of the natural and faith. The natural says, I will make Eliezer my heir. The supernatural says, no. Eliezer will not be your heir. Listen, what you see today is heavily contradictive to what is in your tomorrow. It's different. And you got to believe it. If you don't believe it, it will not happen. It's there. But you got to believe it and pursue. So he said, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Verse 5. Then the Lord took Abraham. Jesus. The Lord took the man outside. Someone says, seeing ahead. Oh, say seeing ahead. He took Abraham. He said, Abraham, come out. Please, I pray that somebody's heart will leave this place. This word will never leave your spirit. He took Abraham out and said, look up into the sky. This was the game changer. And count the stars if you can. That's how my many, how many descendants you have. Bible students. Before this point, God had already taken Abraham to the seashore and said, Count the stars, count the sun. If you can count the sun of the seashore, you will know the number of children you will ever have. He said, Your descendants shall be like the sun at the seashore. But that didn't freak Abraham because it was normal. He steps on dust, sand, we sweep sand away. It was material, it was physical, it was not divine. But when God said he should look up, when from heaven, stars, among the stars, I believe he saw the bright morning star. He saw Jesus in the stars. He saw hope. He saw something different. Look, if you look up, Mr. Alfred, if you look to Jesus, Hebrews 12, 2, if you look up, you will see that the man that started faith, he ended faith. He didn't end in shame. He didn't end in disgrace. He ended in a powerful place. 
I'm here to tell someone, wherever you are today cannot be compared to where God is taking you. If you can look afar, if you can see afar, when I was sent to start this church, they said I'm a small, small boy's pastor because my church was filled with only JSS graduates. They didn't see afar. I wish those who said it are still alive to see the small, small boy pastor have become a big, big man pastor. When we started, a pastor said that the way that pastor prays, you will suffer before you get 20 people. And I, I know that pastor. And I'm still nice with him. But now he's ashamed. It doesn't matter what they say about you. If only it is not true, move ahead. Move ahead. Move ahead. And see ahead. Because there's something big. There is something big. Pay the price today. Carry the cross today. Endure. Endure. Stop calling for things that you don't need today. Stop it. You ain't severe and you're holding an iPhone. Even if somebody dash it to you, sell it. It's no joke. I'm serious. Sell it. And buy a phone. You don't need to buy applications. Sell it and buy a simple phone. And use the rest for something profitable. Because holding an iPhone, it comes with unnecessary cost. You are killing yourself. Somebody dashes you iPhone 14, sell it. Pastor, I mean, I, 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 I think that I'm also an important person. If I use the iPhone 14, it is, it is okay. The last time I saw an article by Sadio Mani, he's still using his iPhone of iPhone 9 or so or 8 or so, that the screen has cracked. This is a man who has built hospitals. He has built university. He has built streets for his country. He's holding an iPhone 9, 8. You even your fees you can't pay who cry iPhone 13 and when you are walking you turn the three mirrors so the three cameras people will know that oh chapter chapter then you they, they, then they turn it the, the true rich men when they see those pictures they laugh at you because you are poor if phone can give you prestige you are a poor man if phone iPhone 14 you are holding it makes you feel that you are prestigious you are a poor man yes when I see a millionaire holding all those things I'm happy but when I see a struggling young man young lady small job you got you are saving because what you've borrowed iPhone 14. You are using six months to pay. You don't pay your tithe. You don't give good offering. You don't take off your family. When they call you, they are disturbing you. You are holding iPhone 14. If you hold iPhone 14, you should be giving your mother 2,000 Ghana CD a month. 
Thank you, Jesus. Guy from 40. I don't understand. I could touch you. Your salary is 2,800. I could touch you. 3,005. You are paying in five months. What is wrong with you? You can't see far. Just the fans you get today. Some of you cut down on your wedding course. Else you will not start your marriage well. Your debtors will worry you. Cut down. Marriage is not wedding. Cut it down. One day you can afford. Even at our 10th anniversary, I did nothing. It doesn't mean I'm not happy in my marriage. I'm very happy. But those fancy, fancy things, it doesn't change anything. The real thing is in the engine room. Go and work the marriage. Not, not those. <laughs> oh, People come and eat for free, dance for free. Then when they go, the next morning, by Monday, the messages start coming. Hello, your balance of 17,000 is keeping. We agreed that right after the reception, you are giving half of it, and then by next week, you finish. You are delaying. By the time you are going out, open your gate, the cake guy is there. Uh, you promised me that right after the wedding, then, then this is you. You started your marriage on a bad note. See afar and don't rush to look like a king on your wedding day and start living as a servant after the wedding. Give the Lord a clap of I want you to close your eyes and pray. One minute pray. The Lord, every spiritual scale of blindness on my eyes that is causing me not to see afar. Let it be removed. May the Lord open your eyes. The Lord, we will see only Jesus standing in our future. Standing in the days ahead of us. We will not fear what we will hear in the news. We look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set ahead of him endured the cross, despising the shame. Despising. May you not be lost in any form of habit. May you not lose track. The year will end well if you see well. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a good clap of We lay our crowns and worship. Oh, glorious God. We praise your name. We lay our crowns and worship. Prepare to take the communion. Oh, glorious God, we praise your name.
message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.